Greetings to each one of you in the precious name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Welcome to the first episode of the second series called A Word in Season. The verse that's inspired my heart that we're going to meditate together today is from the book of Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 5. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. This is one of the favorite verses that is very often quoted for prayers meditated today. The first instance in which this was revealed is through the life of John the Baptist. As we read in verse 3, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. He prepared the way for the first coming of Jesus Christ. And in the book of John chapter 1 verse 14, we see, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Then we are going to come to the second fulfillment, which is the fulfillment in our lives, in our families, in our individual spiritual lives, that the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And we're going to spend time meditating on, on that. But just before we enter into that, we're also going to touch upon the third and ultimate fulfillment, which will happen at the second coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. As we read in the word of the Lord, behold, he's coming with clouds and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And all the tribes of the earth shall uh, will mourn because of him. Even so, amen. And, and though we quote this verses very often, it's one of the favorite verses. We, we are going to look into step-by-step -step process of how this glory of the Lord shall be revealed in our individual life. There is tremendous potential for this prophetic word and God is ready to start revealing his marvelous glory through us ordinary individuals who will surrender to do his will. But that's never going to happen unless we follow the process and that's very interesting because very often one of the mistakes that is repeated is people just uh, pull out one verse uh, from uh, anywhere in the Bible without referring properly to the context in which the verse is, is written. Now we're going to go back a few verses. So book of Isaiah 40 verse 3 says, The voice of one crying in the wilderness. Dear ones, this reminds us of how much the Lord is waiting that we will follow the process and remove the blockages in our lives so that the glory of God can be revealed in its fullness in our lives. In fact, the book of Jeremiah chapter 13 and verse 17 we read, the prophet says, but if you will not hear, my soul will weep in secret for your pride. My eyes will weep bitterly and run down with tears because the Lord's flock has been taken captive. A God who weeps in secret so that hallelujah he's waiting for the turnaround of his people but immediately after that says prepare the way of the Lord there needs to be a highway for God hallelujah to enter into our lives with his glory that our lives will start to reflect his glory now let's look into those verses it says prepare the way of the Lord make straight in the desert a highway for our God it's gonna be interesting now we are going to see five different terrains we saw number one desert we saw number two in verse four every valley shall be exalted number two valley number three every mountain and hill brought low number four crooked places made 
uh, to be made straight. And number five, rough places, smooth. These are the five different terrains, which is a metaphor representing our natural fleshly traits, internal and external blockages that needs to be taken out of the way so that this highway of God can be opened up into our lives. So let's touch upon the very first one, which is the desert. Yes, it is, because without the hallelujah, living water of God flowing into our lives, we are barren, we are dry, but hallelujah, the Lord has promised us that he who believes in me, hallelujah, streams of living water will flow out of him, and that's also seen in the book of Psalms uh, 63 and verse 1. Oh God, you're my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. Brothers and sisters, there is no, hallelujah, water that can quench the thirst of our soul that is available on this planet. And hence, we have to come to the feet of the Lord so that our spiritual dryness and barrenness can be taken out. Hallelujah being refreshed by that living water that will quench the thirst of our soul now entering in to the second terrain which is the valley now valleys reminds us of our weaknesses it reminds us of our pain points areas where we struggle we are reluctant to share with others areas which are constantly blocking our spiritual progress again i want to remind you both internal and external but uh, there are awesome promises that the lord has given us he is not only the god of the mountains he is also a god of the valleys he is there with us even in our lowest point of time when we are struggling when we are battling he's not a god who will leave us as orphans he will come to us now we see in the book of hebrews chapter 4 verse 15 for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses but was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin oh we need to remind ourselves that jesus understands he is a god who can sympathize with us with our weaknesses yes he will hallelujah in fact even people around us who love us will sympathize with our weaknesses but he can go further mile that is he can hallelujah fill us with his grace as paul writes to corinthians in in second book chapter 12 and verse 9 and he said to me my grace is sufficient for you my strength for my strength is made perfect in weakness therefore most gladly i will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of christ may rest upon me yes as we read in this word hallelujah he can pour out his strength so that it will be made perfect in our weakness hallelujah that the valleys shall be exalted so that the highway of the lord can pass through on top of this valley praise god now let us enter into the third terrain that is mentioned here which is and every mountain and hill brought low Oh, the mountains, they remind us of our highlight. It reminds us of the pride. It reminds us of all that we boast in our capabilities, in our intellectual ability, the wisdom, the social status. Oh, the list goes on. But the Lord, hallelujah, before his glory can be revealed, he wants to ensure that there is no bit of our glory that can veil his ultimate glory to be revealed. And hence, the Lord wants us, hallelujah, 
all the pride to be taken out of the way as we read in the book of James uh, chapter 4 and verse 14 and 15 whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow for what is your life it is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away instead you want to say if the Lord wills we shall live and do that do this or that so we need to remind ourselves that we are just a vapor hallelujah and also when that humility enters into our heart the Lord will empower us like hallelujah the Lord gave the promise to Zerubbabel who who are you a mountain you shall become a plain not by might not by power but by my spirit says the Lord that means when we are ready hallelujah to prepare that way oh the God will pour out his Holy Spirit upon us and we see in Isaiah chapter 41 verses uh, 14 onwards fear not you worm Jacob you men of Israel I will help you says the Lord and you and your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, behold, I will make you into a new threshing sledge with sharp teeth. You shall thresh the mountains and beat them small and make the hills like chaff. You shall winnow them, the wind shall carry them away and the whirlwind shall scatter them. You shall rejoice in the Lord and glory in the Holy One of Israel. And there is a powerful promise that's also given to us in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 4 until 6. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, uh, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when our when your obedience is fulfilled what a great weaponry is made available to us so that we can fight this battle and pull down every high thing that is stopping the true glory of God that hallelujah will the Lord wants to reveal in us but what needs to be taken out of the way needs to be taken out of the way so that this highway can be paved now we enter into the fourth terrain which is the crooked places oh we are living in times when human crookedness perversity has starting to see new heights in fact we have been trained to read not plainly but start to read between the lines when people are talking about certain things we are careful not to listen exactly to what they are speaking but we are thought to be smart and intelligent so that we can understand what is what do they mean behind what they are speaking so crooked the world has become in fact Paul writes to Philippians chapter 2 verse 15 that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world yes this generation has become like that oh so much crookedness so much twisted thinking twisted attitudes twisted communication but in the midst of this are we entertaining any of that in our lives the Lord wants us to make straight in fact the uh, book of Acts chapter 2 and verse 40 says and with many other words he testified and exhorted them saying be saved from this perverse generation amen that's why the Lord has invited us to this kingdom not to imitate the crookedness of the perverse generation that we are surrounded by but follow the path of the Lord Jesus Christ let your yes be yes and let your no be no now we are coming in to the fifth terrain which is the rough places that needs to be transformed into smooth we see a small piece of rock taken from the top of a mountain way up has sharp edges that can leave scratches 
on you may even hurt you but when this very rock tumbles down all the way down over time in a natural process breaks off all the sharp edges that hurts and leaves a smooth and rounded finish that is treasured by and often demanded by people oh this reminds us of certain characteristics that's in our lives that can hurt people you know have, do you remember instances where you met somebody you spoke to somebody you felt like you were hurt for a day or two or maybe probably took a week or more to recover just after having an encounter with somebody whose words and their attitudes and their body language hurts do we have any of such rough edges in us that words that hurt deeply the hearts of people attitudes that is uh, leaving scars on people oh we need to remind ourselves of what paul wrote to the ephesians chapter 4 verse 29 onwards let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth but what is good for necessary edification that it may impart grace to the hearers and do not grieve the holy spirit of god by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption let all bitterness wrath anger clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind to one another tender-hearted forgiving one another even as god in Christ forgave you once this process has happened in our life you know this needs an active participation from our side the word is prepare the way of the Lord we have to cooperate with the Holy Spirit so that we can together implement this highway a highway that will pass through all these terrains so that the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken let's close in prayers wherever you are can you join with me in praying Lord we thank you for this word that has been released yes master let our deserts be transformed oh let our valleys be filled with the grace of God oh let every mountain and hill that is blocking the work of God be pulled down and we pray that crookedness be made straight and the rough places be made smooth so that the promises of God concerning us will be accomplished so that you can take us in your hands and use us for your glory, for the expansion of the kingdom, for the plans that you have to be accomplished in our individual lives, in our families. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen.